But maybe again, it's a thing of the pandemic. Like that might have just brought that out of her. Maybe yeah. she was, you know, she wait, was wait, fine. Wait, 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 what's what's going on? Is that a dog? There is a dog. Fuck. <laughs> I hope it goes. Do you know how? Do you know what the onomatopoeia is for a dog barking in Korea? What? Mang mang. <laughs> Which you know, it just is just wrong. It's not true. Like no dog barks like that. Shout out to shout out to my colleagues, man. I keep learning things. Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. And welcome to, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, our 100th episode. Today, yeah, our 100th episode. Today we're heading back to Pierpoint for season two of Industry, the season two premiere. And joining me today, and hopefully for this entire season, he thinks about me less than he thinks about climate change. It's AI! I actually do think about you less than I think about climate change. Because I think about climate change a lot. Not really. but okay, Yes, really. Funny. Especially because yeah. when we hit 40 degrees last week. Was that, was that, what, was that what you needed to like kickstart your, uh, what do you call it, your caring for climate change? Yeah. It's crazy, isn't well, it? Yeah, but like, what's really our carbon footprint really like? I mean, I'm not, actually, no, I'm not changing behavior. Just, just so you oh, know. Oh, you just, you're just thinking about I'm it. I'm just thinking, just thinking about, about it a lot more. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. But, you know. I've paid my dues based on... We have paid our dues. Yeah. I recycle. I recycle. I recycle too. But also, I grew up with no light half the time. Yeah. And like, I didn't... I don't think I went in a plane for a very long time of my life. So like, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like, so yeah, I'm catching up. Even Um, my parents, in April, they didn't have light in Calabar. That's crazy. Why you put it? Why you put the calabar on blast? They didn't have light now. Somebody, somebody went to Dupani and broke the trans... (laughs) They broke the, the line. From the or just because no, which is that's also a question I asked, but no, <laughs> <laughs> they went and did it because they wanted to sell the steel that they used to make you know those the pylons. That's mad. So yeah, man. Well, I mean, you guys came to this about industry and you've heard about uh, insecurity in Nigeria, so you know what? Get you a podcast that can do. That yeah, can man. Do both. It's like you know less insecurity, more poverty, but like. Poverty, actually, yeah, that's the right, that's the right term. Um, the other yes. side of poverty is what industry, isn't it? Well done, well done. That was, that was my segue. That was a very good segue. That Thank was a you. very good segue. Oh, uh, guys, it's our Jesus! It's our fucking hundredth episode, man. And I genuinely think like ten of those have been really good episodes. And yeah, they've all been succession episodes, but it's still fine. Like they've, um, they've been good. So yeah, I'm not going to disturb you guys with admin too much this episode because sorry, hundred episodes. Um, but I would say this, that if you're new to this podcast, um, please, please, first of all, thank you very much for coming to listen to this. If you're Conrad K or Mickey Down, I apologize for any takes we have about your show that is not good enough. Um, but yeah, if you're new to this podcast, thank you very much. Please follow us wherever you listen to this podcast. Um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, so you can get notified when we have new episodes out. Um, hey, should we just go straight into industry? I... The hundred episode thing has been has just overwhelmed me. I, I don't even know. Yeah, why man, you look. You were even <laughs> blushing when you were saying it initially. I, 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 I don't remember the last time I saw you blush, man. And I like, 
And I like, yeah, because and I like wrote it down, so I don't know, but I don't think about it now. It's like, oh, that's mad. Um, yeah, man, and I think it's it's monumental that this is your hundredth episode because this is the first time you have screeners. This is the first time. This is the first time we have screeners. Yeah. So um, you know, well done. That's a a concrete step of progress. So proud of you. You've come far. Thank you. But yeah, let's go. Yes, thank you, because I was getting too uncomfortable with getting the compliments. That, that was a bit Sorry. Too. Fine, you're ugly. Yeah. Okay, let's move thank on. Thank you. Oh, that's nice. Thank <laughs> you. So, Industry Season 2 premiere. If, for some reason, you're listening to this episode, and maybe you don't remember much that happened in Season 1, I would suggest you can go back and listen to our recap episode that we put out last week with A.O., Victor, and myself. But yeah, Season 2, Episode 1, titled Daddy, written by... I can't, I can't say that word. Uh-uh. Wait, what do you call your father? Father. You call him father. You you Fa- pick up the phone and you say hello, father. Oh, I, dad, dad. Oh, dad. Like, I call. I tell other people like like when I'm talking to you, I'm like okay, my say father. my father, yeah. But when I'm talking to my brother or him, I say dad. Like ah. actually, funny story. When he was here in January, I think I tried to call him dad a couple of times, and he wasn't like. I think it was someone, so he didn't hear me. Mm-hmm. And then I just said, Daddy. And then he turned around. And then my brother later was like, hey, that was weird. Like, that, that, that was weird when you said that. I find it weird when Nigerians call their friends dad. I don't know why. It just feels like, it's like people say high school. Like, who do oh, you think you are? But well, so you, like, what well, dad is less... That is more American than... Than daddy. Than daddy, which I, I think, think is more European stroke English. And they colonized us. Yeah, maybe it's just me fighting back against the white man. Yeah, no, because you picked another white man. <laughs> yeah, but that one didn't have, I don't know, pick the devil you don't know over the devil you know. I don't know. That one didn't, di- didn't directly colonize us. Anyways, guys, season two. I'm sorry. I don't know what just happened last four minutes. Season two, episode one of Industry, titled Daddy, written by co-creators Mickey Down and Conrad K, and directed by Bigita Stemusa. Um... I'll just give a quick episode synopsis and then we'll talk about like every time your initial reactions and then we'll go deep down into our thoughts on this episode, our thoughts on our return to Pierpoint. So Pierpoint now employs a back to the office or else mandate, forcing Harper to return to working from the office. On her return to the office, the entire CPS desk is informed that either the London or New York branch is at risk of being subsumed by the other, meaning they need to increase their output to survive, obviously. She also notices that people aren't exactly fond of her on the floor, presumably because of what she did to Daria, but also mainly it seems because she's been in a hotel room working for the past year while they'll be back in the office. Elsewhere, Robert is back, sober and struggling between all facets of his life. Um, Yasmin has a new grad under her and she loses her largest client. Kenny returns and Rishi is prickly. So, Ayo, what were your initial reactions to this episode? What do you think of this episode? Do you know what? Like, I think maybe because we did the the preview, recap, yeah. well, the mm-hmm. recap episode, mm-hmm. but like watching, because I, I waited for a while to like watch the episode. I think I only watched it yesterday. And and it was actually, it was like a warm hug. It was like getting back together with old friends. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> My 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 feeling was probably the exact opposite. Really? Like, like no, no. I, I, mean, I actually, a warm. It was. I felt it was like, like a warm hug. Was, I was like, oh, I know these people. These are my friends. It was anxiety inducing. What's <laughs> happening in their lives? Like, let's get let's get into it. I was actually, that was that was my like you know, in the first few minutes 
which I guess for well, the first few seconds, like it's a montage of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people doing things and mm-hmm. it's mostly Yasmin. And I was like, oh, oh, that's that guy. Oh, that's that Oh, yeah, person. I did like, yeah, I did like that part. I did like that. I don't, it's been two years, like, since obviously. It felt so, nice. Yeah, I mean. But then in general, I liked the episode. Oh, like, yeah. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought it was quite, um, clear eyed, I'd say, in a way that I, I, I wasn't expecting. Yeah. So, I guess, yeah. which is probably goes to one of your, if not criticisms, hang ups of, of the first season. Like, so this was a bit, a lot more streamlined. Um, so I say it was anxiety inducing. It was not like the entire episode. It wasn't even the beginning. It was literally once half a steps into peer point and everything was just like, was strangling me. <laughs> so I want to, I want to start with peer point because I think that was the strongest part of the episode. That was the part I enjoyed the most. I don't know. I don't know if you agree, but, um, we can start with Harper and Eric. And I think right off the bat, my question is just like, what's their dynamic? What's their relationship? Nigga, I had the same questions. Bro, I have in my notes. I was like, wait, <laughs> why did Eric just start bullying her? Like when she sat down. Before she sat down, like on the phone, he was her friend. Mm-hmm. When she gets in the meeting, she's saying stuff. He doesn't say anything to her. But the minute she sits, like she comes to the desk and he's like, man, get me a coffee. And then just starts bullying her. I was like, what? What's happening here? But and, and at the same time, it's like she's going with the energy of like, you can't bully me because I yeah, own yeah. you or like, I'm responsible for you. So it's, it's, it's like, I'm like, what it is this dynamic? And, I'm really, and then there's the other side of it where he's like, um, where he was like, oh, you know, you should go talk to the people on the third floor. I don't know if that's like genuine care, mm-hmm. but like, it sounded like, it sounded like genuine care with that. And also when he was trying to um, persuade her to come back into the office and he was like, uh, a year, a year is too long to be on your own. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that sounds like you might. Do you care about this babe? And then she comes in and he's like, man, give me coffee. Why are you sick? Yeah, you're not good at your job. <laughs> so what's happening, bro? <laughs> you're, you're very angry. I mean, Harper does call him out on it, though. Wasn't she that, that he's only doing it to cover his ass, which I don't think is entirely true. But like everyone on this show, probably, especially Eric, it's probably yeah. some part true, some part not true. Like it's probably, probably not, nothing yeah. straightforward. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, and a very funny thing, which I guess probably even shows this whole thing about their weird dynamic is because they have that literally scene by scene. They have that whole scene smoking <sighs> outside. He tells her like she has to Yeah, come, like, he's like, you need to be, make, make yeah, you need to be a whatever. fighter. And literally the next scene is him like, I think she go see a therapist. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, and he's like, can I speak to you, Harper? And then like, she, it's just, it was just very, very interesting. I just don't understand. Because obviously we know that she saved her, she saved mm-hmm. Eric's life, Eric's job. And by all accounts, it looks like that might be I think at least 18 months on, because obviously they've been at home, working mm-hmm. from home for a year, unless COVID happened immediately after. Immediately after, day. that's yeah. what I'm so, so I'm thinking maybe 18 months, maybe thereabouts. So, and I don't know how, because obviously this was not my field in uni, but um, Venetia, the new character on, on the FX desk, was obviously one of the kind of like the grad people Grads. that came in. Yeah, so it's probably 18 months, because the so, riff is six months after, right? Yeah, but would... So the people that come for that open day, would they be people that are applying to uni to jobs that summer or the next summer? It depends. It's probably that summer there. That summer, okay. So maybe maybe less. But it doesn't it doesn't doesn't really matter. It's probably eighteen months because yeah, maybe eighteen like, months. Yeah, let's, grads yeah, let's come in on a yearly basis. Yeah, we'll go with eighteen months until somebody proves us wrong. Um, but yeah, so like it's like we know that, but then it's like what dynamics have changed in those eighteen months? As Eric, like yeah, you've done it. That's one for one. I skipped your secret. You saved me. We're done. We're back to it. You know, because she said, "What does she say?" She's like, "Maybe I'm your keeper. I'm your yeah. reminder, or whatever." So yeah, yeah. It's just uh, yeah. It's just a very weird dynamic. But I have a question about Harper. 
in, in particular, and I want you to see, get your thoughts on this. We obviously knew that Harper was chaotic and messy, like mm-hmm. from season one. That's like, as a given. But I, I don't know the right term to use for this, but did we know that she like, she found it so difficult to like function in society? Is that something that we knew or we should have known? Because it, it, she gives the impression that she, like, she's obviously very comfortable working from home. Going out to everybody is kind of like mm-hmm. difficult for her. And I don't know if I got that impression from season one that she was someone who didn't, who couldn't like function or who preferred to work in solitude. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I didn't get that from her either. I think she was, she was fine in season mm-hmm. one, like from my reading of it. I think she was okay. I think what might have happened would be the blowback of her decisions on Riff. Maybe yeah. Yeah. being in the office was just hard after that. Like having to see Yasmin, having to maybe deal with other people that kind of knew Rishi, what she did, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. did to Daria. So that would have been that would have been hard, I guess. Yeah, academics. So it's probably not something that was as clear in the first season, but obviously the aftermath of her yeah. her refaction that makes sense. That makes because like this, I think this episode does kind of like double down and like look, she's like she wants to be alone. She prefers to be alone. She's only really had contact with Eric via phone and yeah. probably Robert in person since. Since then, it might it might actually also be just the pandemic. I think lockdown mm. might have made a lot of people not might have definitely made a lot of people like a lot more introverted. Yeah. So, and I guess it probably exacerbates all the things. Like she's obviously an American living in the UK. Yeah. Her only like she has she had two friends, and then now one of them is not her friend anymore, and the other one is sober. So it's like. She probably is quite quite alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like her crashing and burning during the Brevin call. I was like, what, what, "What's going on here?" Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get uh, it. Like, what happened? I, I'm like, we'll just have, like, I, I don't know what the inciting incident was. I don't know what like made her lose her. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, I'm interested. I mean, it looks like they're probably going to go into her mental psyche this season. Her psyche. I'm trying to see what Ugh, happens there. Love a bit of psyche. I don't even know because. Because I have it in my notes, I was like, was she this outwardly mentally unstable in season one? I'm, I'm not sure if she was. Like, she obviously had I don't some, think it was that outward, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was probably more in inner. Yeah, I think what like what we talked about in the preview recap episode about how how what do you call it her her rashness and mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I think that's kind of what Eric calls here her anger. Like, he said, like you have to mm. you have to control your anger and everything. Um, yeah, obviously, I, I get. I'm I'm of the opinion that's her brother. She's messaging, or at least she believes that's her brother. That she's messaging. Mm. Um, you mentioned that we have screeners, but I think what we're doing, at least what I believe we're doing, is that we're not we're not watching ahead or watching it episode by episode. Yeah, too. it's episode by episode. Yeah, partly for this podcasting experience, but also because binging this show would probably be too much for our, for our physical, for our frail sensibilities. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want yeah. So so yeah, so we don't know what's going ahead as at point of recording. Um, should we skip over to Yasmin just over on the on the FX desk? Um, I think it's a very the show is drawing a very clear parallel between Yasmin and Venetia. It's like Venetia, yeah. who, who Yasmin thought she could be or yeah, wanted to be, yeah. and and do you know uh, what? I love it. I love seeing. Do you know what I love seeing? Gen Zs, I love seeing Gen Zs. <laughs> because they do stuff that I can't do. So I was thinking about this because like Yasmin, them are they 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 are in in essence Gen Z, but they're probably like on that cusp, right? Yeah. In twenty twenty, they were twenty. One twenty-two, so like they're nineteen eight, so they're like 
probably still have some millennial tendencies, but then these Gen Zs are like, no, 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 no. It's like, yeah. we can't these say... These things are born in 2000 plus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I, don't, I don't like that word. She's uh-uh. like, uh-uh. you can't say that word. I don't think the new grad should be should be getting lunch. I was like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I love, oh, I love to see it. I love to see it. And Hillary is just like, yeah, Hillary is behind his mask. Just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. I so I was thinking about, I, I, obviously I don't know if they will go down this this plot point but like how possible do you think it is for Yasmin to get embroiled in like in a harassment situation as the perpetrator as the perpetrator yes against, very against very Venice, possible yeah. I think I think they're laying us up for that aren't they like you think like, okay yeah I was, is it possible that they go down I mean yeah. I think it's possible like we did not want to follow because like it's be obviously because everyone on the desk is on high alert now, right? Hillary is Hillary is like I kind of missed it with with um, Kenny, so now I want to focus. And then even if even Jack is like you're better than uh, that, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I thought I thought that was really cute because I think Jackie Jackie is interesting because she knows she's a bad person, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like mm-hmm. that doesn't. I don't think that that has colored her worldview of other people, which is yeah. which is quite. And strange. I think she. Uh, this is maybe wrong. The wrong kind of point to make, but that she probably sees people that like can handle it and like and like knows when a joke is too far mm. and she's like it's like this Venetia girl you can't do this to this girl she'll obviously break down like you have to know yeah, the, the, the kind of the limits and everything um, and she started crying immediately she did start but I, had, I have it in my notes you become you become what you hate you become so what you hate I think like yeah exactly of oh you can't change the system unless you're in the system and then yeah. you come in the system and then you're just the system yeah just the so, system I think that's that might be what happens to Yasmin but like it might be interesting to see what happens with like, I mean, maybe have this trajectory might change based on mm-hmm. the, the, the Celeste in, job. Yeah, yeah. Celeste and yeah. wealth management. If she takes that job. Now, yeah, I mean, like, again, it's the first episode. We don't know what's going to happen. If she leaves FX by episode two, then <laughs> it's a whole different storyline, isn't it? Um, speaking of, of name dropping Celeste, though, I think she has the, for me, the best random off screen moment <laughs> is when she, um, name drops that she was at one of David Solomon's DJ sets. Yeah. Um, for anyone who doesn't know who David Solomon is, he's the Goldman Sachs CEO who is also <laughs> a DJ that performed at Lollapalooza. Like, just... The first time I heard this, I was like, why is the Goldman Sachs CEO a DJ that is performing at like festivals? What, what, what is the story behind that? Anyway, and then Yasmin is, now that she's free of that, her terrible boyfriend, she's, I guess, enjoying the the, the sex life that she always wanted to enjoy. I guess. I don't know. How did you feel about the montage? It looked like she was thriving, but like also like really indulging in bad habits. Oh, 100%. Like I, I was surprised but it how looked, much. But it also looked like she was thriving, which was interesting. I was surprised how much drugs she was doing. Mm, outside, outside Robert. Outside of Robert. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like, I was like, oh, this is like, you're definitely, I don't know pushing something down but she's always i feel like she's always been like that though maybe maybe yeah, yeah. It, def- I, it looked like she was having fun and it looked like she was happy uh, yeah i, I yeah i like didn't she's see not her okay. yeah no she's not okay i don't think she's, she's not okay. okay but i don't think she's okay because just because of work i think work is the main thing that doesn't make her okay and now that she's lost her largest client that, that, that could be interesting um but like i was i was reading an interview um in which mihela herald who plays harper was talking about kind of the dichotomy between Harper and, and Yasmin about how Harper wants to be Yasmin because y- Yasmin can like, control a room. Yasmin goes into a room and everyone likes her and everyone like, mm-hmm. she kind of like, she can, like we see at a dinner party, she talks and everybody's listening. But also Yasmin wishes she was Harper because Harper just has this like innate talent. She's just, 
very good at what she does. And like, they have, they, these are the things that they're envious of each other about, but also the things that make each other angry. And speaking of Yasmin's anger, obviously when she kind of forces Venetia to, to do the pitch. The grad um, trade idea. Yeah. yeah uh, Brazil and AstraZeneca and all that. It's, that was, I can't remember what, something, something pissed off. Was when it she Kenny? said it's, it's implicit. No, something pissed off that she made Venetia do the pitch. I think it was Kenny coming back. Well, I mean, Kenny coming back, yeah. So, so also, yeah, Kenny's like, beard? What? Well done, I right? I feel it in there. Yeah, so I was like, oh, well done. That's, that's I feel it in the beard. I was like, woo, that's a nice so blow up. I was thinking about that and I was like, I wonder how, like, between the writers and the actors, they were like, who is coming back with a COVID beard? <laughs> like, I was only like, as like, just in terms of the, the story itself, like, who? So I wonder who, which of the actors kind of fought for that. I thought a nice little thing was the fact that like they're not wearing ties anymore. Ah, oh, I didn't like, even notice that. Yeah, they don't wear they don't wear ties anymore. So I think that guess that was like their version of like dressing down post COVID or whatever. Because even in season one, Robert tells one of the grads like make sure they wear a tie or whatever. Mm. But like now, I don't think any of them is wearing a tie. I think mm-hmm. Eric doesn't wear a tie. Nobody wears a tie. So um, did you notice that Eric was still dressing up and cutting his nails in the office? I was like, nah. Did I notice it? This scene literally started with this close up. It will never stories. change. It will never change. I know he was on the call. I didn't even know he was on the call when it first happened. I was like, what? He will never change. Oh, Eric, Eric man. Eric, change. yeah. I actually can't then, imagine that in the workplace. It's like Nige. Yeah, that's just, that would be just. It's actually just, like, it's chaotic. It's just cutting his nails. Oh my God. Speaking of Eric, yeah. his back is really up against the wall um, because of this new mm-hmm. New York versus London. I guess story that yeah. they're trying to tell. But what was I like I like the way they introduced the fact that Eric knows the new guy. I've forgotten his name. Um DVD. Yeah, yeah, DVD. I, I remember that because of the Blu-ray joke. Oh yeah, that's a good joke. <laughs> I think I think it's, it's I a, have in my, <laughs> I have in my notes the the, the, the jokes are flying up and down because they were they were <laughs> flying up. I was like, wow, this is a funny episode. Anyways, um yeah, so I like the way that they just like Made it clear that they knew each other from time. Like, it was like, yeah, oh, I had him apparently. So, I was yeah. like, nice. And now I'm wrote, oh, is Eric collecting African Americans? Because <laughs> young ones. You're like, oh, I like this one. Oh, I like it. You're I wonder if they, I was thinking about that. I wonder if they would do that, like, kind of, not, 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 maybe not too explicitly, but like a rivalry. I guess it's not really a rivalry because one is senior to the other, but like just Harper and DVD in terms of like Eric's proteges or whatever. Mm. I guess one is now higher than Eric. Yeah, one has surpassed him. So it's not really a thing there. But yeah, it's it's What could be interesting is Harper and Eric versus DVD. Mm. That. Or Eric sending Harper to fight DVD. I see the story like ending up there. But like, it's like, I I mean, I don't know. Because I I, I don't know anything about this world. I can't even like say like, how would would that work? Like, can't DVD just like go back to the original boss and be like, fire Eric or Eric is not doing the job or subsume the London office or whatever. Yeah, but it could, it could be interesting now. You know, Harper is working on her low plan for Mr. Bloom. Mr. Bloom. Which I thought was really, really nice. But do you know what struck me? Like, how is she paying for that hotel? Is she there for a year? Yeah, but like, so they were talking about this in one interview. I was like, she's like, she's making money now. She's a rich woman now. Yeah, but like... If she's been working yeah. at Pierpoint for, what, 18 months? Yeah. No, no, it's for two years, because it's been 18 months since we left them. That's what we're saying, right? Yeah, yeah, so two years. So, so two years. Two years, sorry, that's not... It's a four-star hotel. It's not five-star. I guess you can. Guy, what is your two-year salary? Anyways, I guess maybe it's bonus. <laughs> mm. I mean, this peer point, like, it, I don't even know what level she is. I guess she's... Well, yeah, she's probably... She's still also, probably, like, like an analysis level. 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, um, yeah, the Bloom storyline. I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, Same. I think in general, there's all like every story they told in this episode. I think they wrapped it up nicely. I was very happy. Like, I was very happy. Like watching it, it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like there yeah. was no, yeah, yeah. there was no part like I had my head down. It's like start playing my phone. We get thing. speaking of head down, we get one shot of of Gus this this episode, which was really annoying. But like you know, fair. <laughs> and it's, it's funny because I was looking through the, before we I watched the episode. Actually, I was looking through pictures that they released for the season. And obviously, my main criticism for Gus last season was that like he didn't cut his hair. <laughs> and, and then I was like, oh, he's dyed his hair. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Do you I know, know I don't even just... know what color he's going to dye his hair. I, I think it's brown. Don't tell me. Okay, then I'm, I'm probably, okay. That's you already <laughs> said it. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I said I think. I'm, I said I think. I might be wrong. Yeah, I did. Um, but let's talk about Robert quickly because, also, let me just start with this. Why did we think Robert was getting sad? That was what I was gonna say. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was quite. It was quite clear that they wanted him in the room. But you went and said like he was getting sacked, and I kind of went along with it because I wasn't sure. Because I went back to watch the scene, and the last thing in that scene is, um, I think it's Hillary. He's like, um, I can't remember. Adler likes him. Adler likes him, and I was like, oh, that should have told us that he's getting the job. What what was I thinking? (laughs) I think maybe it was a bit ambiguous, also because he jumped on his motorcycle and just left after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so well, yeah, he's back. He's sober. He can't he, come. He can't come. He can't call. Can't do anything outside of his seat, to be honest. Um, so he finally calls Nicole, and then after a failed call, he managed to get her, get her on board later. And I, I was like, I I knew I liked Robert now because during that second call, I was like happy. Yeah, I was like him. smiling, <laughs> and I was like doing a fist. But I was like, yes, Robert, you you do you do that. I really wonder what made him sort of like grow up because I have in my nose like why is he a good guy now? Like why is he good now? Like he wasn't a bad person before, mm-hmm. but he had like destructive habits. So, so I'm you don't wondering you don't like think... why? Like what, what was the trigger? Maybe almost losing his job. Maybe getting like a, no, a no, bloody nose, not bloody nose, a nose bleed in the roof speech. Maybe I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. something. Maybe something bigger. Actually, I don't know. Because it seems like he's changed in all aspects of his life. I'm just realizing that there is so much. I, I don't know what this show is going to do. Are they going to yada yada the last 18 months? Are they going to tell us what happened? But like, actually so much has happened that we don't know. And yeah. the more we talk about it, we ask these questions. Like, I also want to know what made Gus dye his hair. Like, like you weren't, yeah. you weren't, you weren't shaping up your hair before. Why are you just dying it all <laughs> of a sudden? Like, what's, what's, what's changed here? I want to know why... Um, Harper never got an apartment and stayed in a hotel. What what made Jasmine change? You're right. So you're right. I, I never, I didn't think about Old Father. We don't know so much about the 18 months that like are quite important. Uh, Robert cut his hair. Yeah, that, that might that might be a COVID cut. We don't know, but like he's kept it and like I don't like he, the look. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I prefer I prefer the I prefer the, the I head prefer the season one look. Yeah, and um, but obviously we get the impression. Oh no, we actually I think they said explicitly that him and Harper have been. Sleeping together on and off, yeah. Know, just yeah. Which Harper on one hand, it. yeah. On one hand, I was like, I, I like that because I thought they were a good couple. But on the other hand, it doesn't. It's like it seems destructive. It doesn't seem like it's a fulfilling relationship that they're having. So I don't know. But yeah, I mean, again, I'm interested to see what Robert's trajectory is for the season, and just like like we said that him and Gus are the best friendship and probably the individually the best people on the ship. Yeah. So I'm just to see what, 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 develops what happens from that. with them. Um, you uh, know, something that we were talking about in the last, the last episode where 
we said that, you know, Robert is from another world from most of the people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that are Pierpoint and how they were, like how I felt like people were projecting it on him, right? Yeah. That he should mm-hmm. feel out of place or, you know, like lower class than people there. Yeah. Uh, in his call with Nicole, like mm-hmm. the second one, he said something really interesting. He was like, um, that he was calling, that he has to call people that definitely know more than him or yeah. have been bred to think that they know more than him. Yeah. I was like, Oh, did something actually happen? Like, true. I thought, I thought that was just like an interesting tidbit there. Yeah. To throw in. Cause obviously that's one of the things that Nicole really latches onto. So mm. either maybe she feels, she finds it funny or she feels like empathetic. Like she, she understands his, his thinking as well. Maybe like, she, I, we don't know if she like, she ever, finds it funny. Nicole is, Nicole is terrible. She's a terrible human being. She's a terrible human being. Do you think Nicole is, do you think she's posh? Like, do you think she grew up posh? I think she grew up comfortable. Maybe like upper middle class and then eventually okay, so, so not made her like, way to money. Not entirely self-made. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Okay. No, no. Yeah. Also, like, rich white people just get to do what they want, man. And it's, it's, a, I think Nicole is a perfect embodiment of that. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. I'm just thinking about it now. Cause like, also, Robert invites obviously Harper. She said that Robert invites Harper to live in their spare room. Yeah, she takes it up or not, we'll find out. But like, he's only going to do that if, I assume, Harper and Gus are friendly at the very least. I think they they'll be season, fine. Yeah, the end yeah. the season one on a kind of a better fine. note. So yeah. maybe they're friends now. So that'll be that'll be again an interesting dynamic to. And it means we we'll probably get to see more of Gus. Um, I should mention that the yeah, I mean, I I I, I don't think. We'll have more more episodes with just one one ghost scene in which he doesn't say anything. <laughs> um, I should mention that the the season two poster obviously has Harper and Yasmin in front on the front centers, and then to their right is Eric, DVD, and Jesse Bloom, and then to their left is Robert, Gus, and Rishi. So it's kind of like. I mean, if you've been on this podcast, you know we do, we, we try to do podcast analytics, we try to do for succession, and we, we only found out the answer at the end of the season. But yeah, and also Gus is kind of like, everybody else is dressed in like a suit, and Gus is wearing like a shirt and a sweater, so he's like, he's obviously not in Pierpoint, not in that world mm. anymore. So yeah, again, just one of the things that... How do you feel about Rishi becoming a main character? I like it, because I think he's very funny. I think he and, is very funny. I think he's written so well. And I think I, I enjoyed every scene with him, yeah. especially when he drags his fiance away from Harper at the bar. <laughs> yeah, I thought and that I think, was excellent. Yeah, and I think if he's what they call it, if his season defining mo is that he's an antagonist to Harper, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think somebody else to kind of like put her in her place mm. or at least fight back against her. So that that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I felt a bit disappointed that he's. The main reason was angry was because she's been at she's not been in the office. I thought it was going to be have more to do with Daria, but it doesn't with seem like, Daria fair. <laughs> doesn't like anybody really cares. Well, I don't think really, really. I don't think Rishi really gave a fuck about Daria. To be fair, yeah, probably, probably, yeah. Are um, uh, Harper and Yasmin the only girls we know about in their grad intake? Yeah. So the main guys were there. Were five of them were in the Harper, yeah. Yasmin, Gus, Robert, and Harry, and then yeah. Well, there's, 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 we, saw, we saw that one guy that came in during the. Like the dinner episode to be a yeah, they were they were like two 
in the yeah, game, no, we so, never saw yeah. them again. The, the entire purpose was just to be just to be dinks, like you <laughs> said. And we never saw them again. But yeah, Halpern yeah has been, and obviously, um, I know Vinicius has been kind of upped to a series regular this season. So I, I don't know. I'm blanking on her name. I apologize. Her, the act, the actress's name. Um, but yeah, so like, I don't know. It's interesting. I have no idea where this story is going to go. I'm excited. Um, we didn't actually talk about Harper. Sorry, not Harper. About Yasmin stroke Celeste stroke Bevan. Like because, that whole... Yeah, because I have no idea what to make of it. So please lead. Go ahead. I... You know, leading on from our last conversation where we talked about the drug and sex use, I... Mm. I think the use of sex in this episode was excellent. I thought, I thought it was, you know, it was poignant. It was trying to make a point mm-hmm. and it, <laughs> unlike most of the other things that we've seen, like related to sex, it felt kind of healthy between Yasmin and Bevin. Oh. Kind of a little bit. Like it was, I wouldn't say wholesome, but like, it probably was as wholesome as you could get with Yasmin because they, yeah. it's someone she's known for a while. Yeah. Probably no real ulterior motive. He's actually looking out for her. Uh, and at the end, he was like, yeah, you look comfortable. I was like, yes, she does. She does seem like she's more comfortable there's a way, here. There's a way, the way her face drops when he says that like you should be more comfortable at work. You can, you can see that she knows that like she just doesn't feel the right way at work. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, agree, I agree with what you're saying. Um, I still want to figure out the dynamic between Celeste and, and, and Yasmin. What's going on there? There's like, is, does, does Celeste want Yasmin to work for her? Does she want to manage Yasmin's dad's she money? She wants to manage their money. Yeah. Look, so, nobody in this show is good. Yeah. <laughs> Not one. Maybe Robert. <laughs> Maybe Robert. The rest, of them are, the rest of them are bad people. Speaking of, speaking of Robert, I remember what I was going to say. So obviously, I think I've mentioned this to you before. I think it uh-huh. was in light of succession. About how my one of my worst tropes on TV. I know, I know why it needs to happen, and I always appreciate when it happens because it's good storytelling. But I hate mm-hmm. when it happens is when, like, a sober addict relapses. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll be ve- look. I'll be ho- I'll be so happy if Robert can just stay sober. I doubt stay that's gonna sober. happen. <laughs> He's yeah. probably gonna relapse. I think that's the story. I think that's the story. And I just, I just like, like. I'm also thinking example. at the end of. Sorry, go ahead. No, so for example, when Kendall relapses in season one, I'm just like, oh, couldn't you just, couldn't you just stay sober? And I, so I, that's one storyline I, I just never really like is when the sober person relapses. So yeah, I'm dreading that episode. What were you going to say? You still haven't watched Euphoria, have you? I've, no, but she relapsed. Are you talking about Rue? Because she relapsed in the finale, didn't she? Of season one. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Before the whole song thing. Again, I was like, oh, just, just, please, just stay sober. Just stay sober. I mean, I guess it's not good. St- maybe not good. It's not good storytelling. They just stay sober because you need to show. Because it's not true. It's not true. It? In show the yeah. conflict, but at the same time, just like, just give us this one. Just give us this one. I actually, I'm trying to think. Has there been any character that just gotten sober on TV? I don't think I can. I can think of one. Like without any, like you know, fighting. Yeah, I mean, I don't even mind the fighting. I just don't want you to like relapse. Like spoiler for the fight attendant season two, but like. She relapses. Like, everybody relapses. I don't know. Uh, I think maybe succession, the funny thing is that, like, he never, once he relapses in season one, when, sort of season four, and he's never, like, tried to go clean again. He's just been mm-hmm. doing the drugs ever since and drinking. So, mm-hmm. maybe I guess that's, that's a different route to take. But yeah, I'm dreading the eventual Robert relapse in episode five or six. <laughs>
Okay, before we leave, is there anything else that you want to bring up that we haven't touched on? Yeah, we actually didn't talk about my favorite part of this episode. What which was it? Yasmin talking to Celeste and thinking she's a sex worker <laughs> and then saying sex professional. <laughs> um Where did you she... think she was a sex worker? No. I thought it, I thought I thought she was I no. Okay, fine. Maybe it's because I watch TV too much. But like I was like, okay, they're trying to make us think she's a sex worker, but she isn't. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay. I don't know how to explain this. So when something is obvious, right? I go with this is obvious. Unless I feel like the characters know, or that's what the characters think, then I know that is wrong. Does that make sense? That exactly, so like, and that was what I was doing because I yeah, was like, so oh, I thought she was a sex worker. But once I found out that Yasmin thought that as well, though, then she's obviously not okay. But like, I thought it was the only thing like maybe Yasmin would not clock on clock, clock it or whatever. But then it was too obvious. But yeah, I, at first I thought I thought she was. Maybe she came to the car. I was like, oh wait, what's going on here? Um, sex professional. <laughs> and then sex all the professional. In, all the innuendos. She's like, what did she say? Um, I'm selling myself. Yeah. My clients are here. I service my clients. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, I wanted to ask... And families. Yeah, and their families. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, you want to ask Also, me? I wanted to ask you, why do you think Harper is so allergic to people caring about her? Um, I mean, there's obvious thing that, like, probably the person she's closest to left her five, six years ago, and she's never met, she's not seen him since then. Mm. Um, I guess her, her mother as well just is not a mother. Doesn't seem like a very, yeah. yeah. I guess, I guess with those two things, there's, you can, get most, like most things, you can go one of two ways. You can either look for love in everyone you meet mm-hmm. or reject love from anyone that gives it to you. Like you're either trying to, to protect yourself. Yeah. yeah. So she's definitely putting those walls up because I mm-hmm. couldn't understand why. Like if someone comes and tells me to talk to HR, it's not something I get emotional about. It would be like, oh, okay. Why do you think I should? Oh, because X, Y, Z. Okay. And then I'll decide whether I think what you're saying is making sense or not. But yeah. I realized that the second time he, like Eric mentioned to her, that I think, oh, have you gone? She just got mm. so angry. I was like, why? Yeah. why? She was like, I don't think that's your business. Um, I think it's diff- it's, it's special with the Eric relationship because mm. you're also kind of ceding control and power mm. if you're like, opening up to him of like, oh, thank you for that. Thank you for your content or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't know if she would have been, I, she probably would have because she's a helper. Exactly. She probably would have been as angry if like Robert brought Robert said it. And I think, but, I think that's what we're, we get like, maybe not in such concrete terms, but you know, the scene when she's like drunk and she's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's so nasty to him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, all he's done is try to take care of you. Why are you, <laughs> why are you rejecting love that, is without any strings attached. Yeah. And then he cleans up her, her hotel room after that. And that's when I room. wrote my, that's when I wrote my notes. That's when I was like, why, why is he a good guy? Why is he good? Bro, he's I'm good like, now. He's good. He's left, he's left hood up so much. I'm like, well, what good. is, who is this What character? happened? Do you think Nelly <laughs> losing the job shook him that much? Shook him, being sober. I feel like, I, 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 you're right. I really want to know what made him I really want to know sober. what happened. Because, because, yeah. because, yeah, he's just like, yeah, he's like, I mean, the last time we see him, well, not last time, but the kind of last time we see him is when he kisses her and he's like, you're better, you're better than me, right? Before, or last time they have that interaction uh, mm. in season one. And then now he's like, clean up her hotel room after he's taking her, yeah, he take care of her, giving her, yeah, it was just very interesting, yeah. It Robin is interesting. Was like, I'm like, I was like, this Victor is, will be so proud of good. him for standing up to <laughs> Yasmin. I was, I was, I was thinking about that when, 
when when they call, when uh, when the episode goes one, we're like, we don't think Robert will become sober. <laughs> yes, yes, we didn't. <laughs> and I was like, we don't think Robert will get it back. But like, he did both. He did both <laughs> in forty minutes. I'm like, oh wow, Robert. Uh, what's it, what's, yeah, and he did it in such a good way like he was not petty about it he wasn't nasty he was just like man I'm not doing a gay shot but like but she was she was like offering him like cocaine and stuff right from the night before yeah she was like I have some stuff from, from the night before and everything um, yeah, imagine if he's actually found Jesus that would be, be interesting oh that would be a great twist that would be a great twist um, oh wow yeah yeah I'm, yeah I'm excited now that we've had this discussion I'm excited to go watch episode 2 I am actually excited to watch like the rest of the season. I wasn't, I wasn't sure how I'd feel after the pilot, but yesterday, well, not pilot, the first episode of season two. Yeah. But when I watched it, I was like, Oh, I want to spend more time with these guys. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think because I binged season one for the recap we did, we put on last week, I would not be too tempted to like binge this season. I think because I know I know that feels like a hang- it feels like a hangover to binge this season. <laughs> so uh, I think I'll find space to it out. I'll find space now, especially because I'm always going to watch it multiple times before we do the episodes. So, but yeah, um, guys, if you're still listening to this episode, thank you. I apologize because I I don't even know if we've made sense, but if we have, thank you for still listening. Um, like I said, we're going to be here for the eight episode run of Industry AI. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, and we're going to talk about industry if. You're a fan of Petak also. We're talking about that also on the feed. You know what? Dragons are coming. Elves are coming. I'll figure out how we're going to do all that. But for now, it's industry. It's Petak also. That's what we're talking about. So if for some reason you know Conrad and Mickey, tell them to come on the podcast. Tell them they're very, they're very welcome here. And, um, and you can tell us how we're wrong about their, their characters. But for now, guys, thank you very much. It's the party is winding down. Ayo is the last interesting person around, so I don't really things could go. So um <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm uh ooh, whoa. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll flip it. Say uh <laughs> Jesus. Cut that out. <laughs> okay, it's a good time to end the podcast. Um yes. Guys, thank you very much for listening. Please follow us wherever you listen to this podcast. Tell your friends who watch industry about this podcast and they can let us know what they think about the show and the new episodes and why Robert is so great. And yeah, so right now, shout out to my co-host Jibs, Ibuka, Shinedu, and to all of you, thank you very much. And join us next week when we'll be joined by Oscar winner, star of Jordan Peele's Nope, which is still not come out in the UK, Daniel Kalia. Bye, guys. 